You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Jesus said that the true worshippers, of course, he was doing worship in a broader sense than just singing. But acknowledging that God is God and is great and is awesome is a part of it. I tell you one thing: demons hate an atmosphere of worship. There they bow, there they are defeated. In that atmosphere, they lose control without us at times ministering to people. And what many people do not know is the fact that there are more demons on that than human beings. Maybe we should talk a bit about that tonight. One day, saints all over the world, we attach more seriousness to when we come to church or when you attend a prayer meeting. Something happens if you truly understand what goes on when you are in the midst of other Christians. Everybody here tonight, your angel is here with you. But there are angels of the church also here, and there are angels of the other people here. Hallelujah. Okay, let's sit down for a while. Of the church also here, and there are angels of the other people here. Hallelujah. Okay, let's sit down for a while. <laughs> Thank you, praise team. Hallelujah. You see, the things of the spirits, they lose their flavor. They lose their strength. They lose their import when they are done casually and carnally. So, sometimes when the anointing is strong, it's like a loaded bullet. But you still need to pull the trigger. And that happens when you yield to the Holy Spirit and he tells you to say something. Apostle Paul said you can all prophesy. 1 Corinthians 14. So the atmosphere can be so charged that everybody begins to give out a word of prophecy. And what happens is that everybody is edified. No matter what, a pastor can speak to more than 30, 40 people. But your neighbor can actually bring an accurate word of prophecy to you. Now, that does not make that neighbor a prophet. There is the office of a prophet. And that is when God calls somebody as a prophet. One of the fivefold ministries listed in Ephesians chapter 4. So somebody can be a prophet. Just like somebody can be an apostle. Somebody can be an evangelist, evangelist bonke. Somebody can be a teacher. And then somebody can be a pastor. I think one of the days of the conference, I, I will speak more on this, on the gift of men. But then somebody can be, so these are offices. Not everybody is called to those offices. 
But Apostle Paul said you can all prophesy. So ability to prophesy as a Christian is different from being called a prophet by God. Do you get what I've just said now? Hallelujah. So you can pass through America, that does not make you an American. Or you can go to America. So because there is office of a prophet, there is the spirit of prophecy. There is the gift of prophecy. And they are all different. One of the nine gifts of the spirit, you are word of knowledge, word of wisdom, gift of faith, gift of healing, design of spirit, working on miracle, prophecy, diverse kind of tongues, and interpretation of tongues. Those are the nine gifts of the spirit, or the nine listed ones in 2 Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. There might be more gifts, but nine listed there, and some gifts cannot exactly be defined. But, see, one of the reasons why I'm saying this is, I need to get everybody prepared for what is about to happen at the conference. When the pool is dead, the first to get in gets something. But our own pool is Jesus Christ and it goes nowhere. The pool is dead every now and then when we worship and when we listen to the word of God. And we're able to, but there must be that moment of faith. And this afternoon, that was my prayer for everybody. Lord, let it be. As Paul was preaching in Lystra, Acts chapter 14, there was a man that was impotent on both faith, a crippled man. And the man was looking at Paul. And the Bible said, Paul perceived that he had faith to be healed. And Paul said, stand up. When faith in you, expectation in you, rises to a particular level, when a word is spoken, the angel puts something on you straight away. And I'm praying that everybody will experience this during this conference. The most remarkable healings, liftings, transformations, they happen this way. Hallelujah. It's like being changed in a twinkle of an eye. This is why, as a pastor, I'm learning more just to you. You might just want to continue to do a teaching. And the Spirit says that pray for the burning now. When you miss that moment, you have robbed people of their blessing. Because when it is initiated by the Holy Spirit, it is always more powerful and more accurate than when it is initiated by woman by one person to pray for me. It is one thing for you to want to pray about something. It is another thing for the Holy Spirit to tell you to pray now. When he says it, it means that around that corner, there is something. Something is dropping, something heavy. And you can't miss that moment. Missing me 21 days of fasting might not get it back. Is somebody hearing me? So, one of the things we need to do is when we come to church, let your antenna. See, many people don't go to church the way they should go to church. 2004, I was in UI then, final year so. And I came to Lagos to attend watch night service of Christ's embassy. I've always loved the healing grace on Pastor Chris. They watch night service, watch night service. I arrived, I left about 5.30. I arrived Oregu around 7 o'clock or 7.15. And I sat down from morning till the watch. I, I, it was before me they started setting up. When the meeting ended, I could not touch the knob of our door because of the current that was flowing. I woke up in the morning and I checked the bed like a kind of oil was all over my head down to the bed. There is a way to attend a meeting. One of the things, <laughs> see, 
When they say how many people are in service today, maybe you say two or three, I don't know, you say give a certain number. We are never accurate. Well, when we say how many human beings, we might be right. But how many people? How many people are in that bus? Eight people. No. Each of those eight people, there are angels and there are demons. And there are more angels than human beings. That's why they are called host of heaven, because you can't give a number. You know we have six billion people or seven billion, but you don't know the number, so they use hosts because you cannot quantify the number. And if one now real this is one man alone, legion had thousands of demons inside him. So you think there are not legions again now? <laughs> there are guys now also still have thousands of demons in them. It means that shows how big the capacity of human spirit is. That one human spirit can hold 72,000 angels or demons. Human spirit, one person. And the more you delve into that realm, the more angels are released. At least every Christian, at least you have one. Some, based on the assignments, have multiples of many angels working with them. And the more you have those guys around you, the better your life is. Really. Because they intimidate forces of darkness. This is one of the reasons why people never find help when they need help. There is one angel behind them, but there are myriads of demons against them. When families begin to take steps, see people, the most wicked of all demons are the ones who don't show up at the beginning. Say it's married time, it's just to take all our nothing, it's just our culture, and you swallow it. Ah, yeah. Are you following me? Paul one, he said, I do not want you to keep company with demons. That means it's possible for a believer to keep company with spirits by some of the ancient practices that you allow around you. Paul warned, if it, were, if it wasn't possible for a believer to experience that, Paul wouldn't have won the church. He was writing a letter, letter to that. He said, I don't want you to keep company with demons. That means a believer can keep company with demons. They come in and, in and out of your house free of charge. And what happens is that favor is repelled. I, was, I, I went to visit one of the event centers in Lagos that we once wanted to have. One of the days, I parked at the front and I saw the owner. I could tell. They said, that's the owner. And I wasn't sure. Shortly after I saw him, he died. I felt for him. And the event center folded up. Satan will not give any free gifts. He will prosper people for a while, but take their soul in exchange. And you know what? He will never leave that family alone until a superpower comes around to check him out. Demons don't live by themselves. They never understand that it is enough. We've oppressed this people. Let's go and catch someone else. No, they tabernacle there. They have to be driven out, otherwise, they don't go out. It's not in their nature to live because they, they, want, they are competing for human bodies. Since they are more than human beings, each one needs accommodation. And accommodation is very expensive. <laughs> See, <laughs> you begin to understand <laughs> Elisha's constructing or construction, the way he constructed his word. When he was talking about this, the construction of his word very deliberate. In 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16, he did not say like many Christians who quoted that they that be with us are more than them. That wasn't what he said. He said they that be with us are more than they that be with them. For every woman battle, my boss is doing this or that, that is against you. If you can see beyond why you will beg for someone to give you that? No, 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 you have to pay today. And no, if you can, 
it is because something has not been switched on or off in the realm of the spirits. He said, fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that are with them. In other words, we are going to conquer them because we are more, we are more in number than them. If you have ever read or you have ever heard which I have seen, I have read of missionaries going to a diabolical village and dying there. They that were there were more than they that went with them. This is why when it comes to intruding into those boundaries, you have to be led by the Spirit and you have to pray very well. When we wait upon God that this is a village fully given to idolatry and want to go there and we start praying, what we are doing is like writing an application to heaven for reinforcements. And when they show up, the Spirit of God tells you to go. You finish all demons in that village. But if you go by yourself, if you go by yourself as a believer, maybe it's your village to visit, an angel protects you personally. But he might not get you to the level of doing a crusade there and insulting their gods. <laughs> it might not be a palatable night for you. <laughs> Somebody who experienced this very well was Pastor Dibakari. He came, he grew up in Abelta. He came to Ijebu Day in those days. That place, he came there. And he was shouting down their gods. They followed, they carried him to Lagos like this. He nearly died. When he finally got well, after people prayed for him, for days he was between heaven and earth. When he got well, then he went to fast for seven days without him. Praying about that village and the Spirit of God said, now it's time to go. He finished all their masquerade, finished all their idols, finished all of them. There was one masquerade then that coming out, if a child should cry while the masquerade was out, the child will die, dry, dry off physically and die. And he started calling on the name of that master. This crusade is seven days. If they burn you well, come out. And the master didn't come out. On the seventh day as he was leaving, he said, I challenge you for seven days. He refused to come out. Whether you come out or not, they will announce your death to me as I'm getting to Lagos. As they were driving to Beggar, they called them that the master just died. Power. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you see, you can hear that testimony and drive to the village also. I say, oh, There are protocols. As a matter of fact, the bigger the city, the more intercessors you will need to pray. There are protocols. Now, if, get what, if you go there as a believer because you want to visit somebody there, don't be afraid. Nothing will happen to you because you are operating a personal stuff now, a personal account. You are visiting your mom, visit somebody, you are protected. But it is different from when you want to operate there to dislodge spirits. I get what I'm saying. <laughs> there was a story I told some people that a, so a pastor gathered a group, a group of people and they were in a very my, massive river and they sat down there they were in a boat on the river and they were praying, everybody was praying, they were just singing and praising God on the river and the pastor raised a very controversial song Jesus power, super, and he said mommy water power, nobody answered <laughs> and one of the members said pastor for two hours we've been on water I'm going to no trouble us. Make me no look for trouble. <laughs> but by the time you start yabbing now, now we are in our territory. And something we have to support. <laughs> that must be a Yoruba man. 
<laughs> are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? But the point is, they that be with us. Now, read Hebrews chapter 12. I want to start from 20 or 22. Hebrews 12. You know, I'm, I'm part of what I'm sharing in this. From Monday nights, more angels will descend here because of what the Lord is about to do those six nights. You cannot miss any of those nights and the morning session. As they walk around, they release things to people. But what believers need to do is to be conscious, not to be thinking, I see an angel, no, think Jesus and think the blessing he has brought to you. When you are conscious of Jesus, what is yours will come to you. I get what I'm saying. He himself is the king of angels. Verse 22. But you are come to Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to what's, what's the next? Please, loud. Everybody say it together. Louder, please. Louder, please. It's still not everybody talking. One more time. What is the meaning of innumerable? Now, the beginning of that verse tells you this is not talking about heaven. You are not yet in heaven, are you? <laughs> Otherwise, you shouldn't be here. The Bible says, but you, not that you are going to, you are come. In other words, you have come to Mount Zion. Anywhere where Jesus is being worshipped is Mount Zion. And it is called heavenly Jerusalem, even though it's happening on earth. And one of the things happening there is that you have innumerable company of angels. How many of them are here tonight? And how often do they carry gifts to give men during service and people are not conscious? Many people don't know that one of the greatest, uh, um, one of the greatest weapons in the hands of Satan is distraction. The four rings, this one, that one. I have learned all this thing a long time ago. The Lord wants to tell me something. Somebody is calling. I don't care who you are calling. It happens a lot. I told somebody, one of the pastors, I said, I know, and I think she followed me, so I said, I can demonstrate to you now. When we are in someone's lobby waiting to see the person and they are wasting time, I said, I know what to do and the person will come out. Well, Satan loves to frustrate a Christian. When you find a way to trace frustration back to him, you will always demystify his, all, his, all his efforts. I said, you know what? Now, this man said, he's coming, he's coming. This is one hour now. So let's just, let, let's just do something. You begin to worship. Don't worship because you are trying to while away time. Get yourself locked up in worship. Or begin to study and look at what I said. In less than three minutes, the man will show up. And that was what happened. Why? Satan does not want you to pray. <laughs> he doesn't like that. Especially when that worship starts getting deep. He will rush the man out. Go and, inter, go and intercept, go and interrupt. Ah, that guy is singing, interrupt, interrupt. I figured this out from 111, and I've been using this since then. Waiting one hour, nobody's coming, and they are wasting your time. Why am I just like, why am I wasting my time? Can I, well, I don't know whether a man will come in the next one hour. Can I use this one hour to pray and worship? Father in heaven, I will love you. The man, who, is, who are the people looking for me? The enemy is threatened. He loves to distract people. 
Somebody sits beside you, is talking, and let your mind be. I think one thing I will talk about that is in the gift, just understand the way God works. I will elaborate more on this, maybe one of the days of the conference. God moves through men by a prophet. God brought Israel out of Egypt by a prophet. God will not speak to your Pharaoh. God doesn't talk to Pharaoh. God sends a man to talk to Pharaoh. He told Moses, go and tell Pharaoh. I don't, I don't descend solo to talk to Pharaoh. And when there is no man, God uses your own mouth to address your Pharaoh. That is why I want to start from during the conference. This is why you don't joke with the ministry of men. This is the order that Satan is fighting seriously in these last days. And it is one of the things that will bring chaos before the final arrival of the Antichrist. In all the modern countries, all, all the advanced countries, anything about submission, family value, they are casting it down. This is Satan at work by excellence. And it's catching a lot of believers also. Insubordination. Make no mistake about it. Most of the things you will receive from God will come through men. Honor your father and your mother that it might be well with that you may live long. Don't honor them and pray to tomorrow. It will not be well with you. And this is what the enemy is trying to do. Everywhere. The world is joining towards no respect, no regard for people. Share your truth. Say it as it is. They will applaud you on social media when you call out names or people. I, I, I saw a, a, a man and he was talking. Nations that attack their founding father, they are doomed and they don't know. When they were cast, said, no matter what. Because there are different, truly there are different types of fathers. You have founding fathers, you have biological fathers, you have spiritual fathers, you have fathers, almost 10 types of fathers. You have, you have foster fathers, you have all kinds of fathers. And the Bible didn't tell you all of them, anybody that represents a father figure in any way. I, I told somebody, we used to know somebody some years back, an unusual teacher of the word of God got to the TV and started yabbing all ministers who have been on TV. In no time, they have money to pay again. And it can't be well. And I, I started warning this person. It doesn't work that way. No matter the revelation you receive. If you, if you were not taught ABC, you can't speak English. You can arrive and begin to say things about if you are in a line of business and you insult those who open that business. Because you are running on someone's idea. In that field, there are fathers. They might not say, one day, this is why people who are white, they understand this. One day, one of the days when Apostle Man was coming, they mistakenly gave his seat to Walesha Pros, Walesha Inka. Walesha Inka just went to, went to see, the difference between him and that, that boy, that they were making, and some young boy were supporting the boy that time. Walesha Inka just went to sit on Apostle Man's seat. And the lady of God, the hostel looked at her and said, ah, that's all. So she wanted to go and tell Walesha Inka that, said, that's not your sister. Apostle grabbed her and said, from where? Find me another seat. He said, the man might not even be a Christian. And he doesn't even need to know. You might, you might have just added to your age by what you have done. I think he's 18 now. You might have just added to your age. Or there is one honor coming into your life by what you have done. Go and fight for your seat and lose your life. Stand up. Of course, he will stand up. You might have just removed something from your life. What I'm saying, our generation, they hate it. And it is really why a lot of people will not live long and nothing good will. See, 
they will realize when it is too late. And said, the most wicked demons are the ones who will come in and keep quiet for 20 years before they start manifesting. So it will take a very deep gift of the, gift of the Spirit to understand the origin, the etymology of your problem. Because they hide. One of our friends in Abelkuba, when we, you know, I got born again very early, said, when we got born again, he was still a very bad boy. So there was a girl that was always passing. It happened in GRA in Abelkuba. And they decided to gang rape this girl, four of them. So he didn't rape, he was the one helping them to look at her that nobody was coming. And the other three raped the girl. They finished with the girl. She sat down there, she wept, later she left. This guy, for shortly after that, he gave his life to Christ. About 11 years on uh, town planning around the Lukweju side. He was crossing the bridge to the other side to go to Antony. And he saw this girl on top of the bridge. And he went to meet her. I think I was telling you the story. And he said, I am a Christian now. I am sorry for what we did. I was the one helping them to look and watch out to be sure that nobody was coming. And he broke down before the girl. And the girl kept quiet for a while. He said, no problem. He said, you, you are free. He said, but the rest of the three boys, she just walked away. Even this, our friend that was free, I cannot remember how many miscarriages his wife had. When the rest of us were getting to 80 of our wedding, they were still trusting God for the fruit of the womb. And that was the one that was free. <laughs> now, the unfree one. <laughs> now, those boys, they were in secondary school there. They've gone to school, they've gone to serve, they've gone. And this is why it's important you watch who you marry. Don't enter into a battle that you have no business entering into. Because once two becomes one. <laughs> when some spirits are following a particular lady and they want to hijack her life, and you marry her. <laughs> have you noticed? Some people just thought, I married, everything just started coming down. I am minister to somebody like that and he was saying the truth. Someone as a single guy who built eight flats for his mom and he married and he became a beggar. I avoid talking about stuff like this, so I didn't know how to tell him. Because sincerely, the first time I saw that lady, I something, but I didn't know how to tell him. So I waited for one meeting. So another man of God came out and I just asked him to see the man. I didn't tell them, I just wanted to see, to check what I was also receiving. And that one is a prophet, very raw. Ha! Ah, he said, yeah, where's the wife? And the guy said, sir, I don't care what he said. He said, the truth of the matter is that there was a day I locked myself in for seven days without eating. And an angel appeared to me and he said that it's coming from the direction of your wife. He said, not your wife per se, but our family. Uh, the wife's father died of stress. He said, there is something that takes anybody doing well in the family and takes people. This is, so keep eating meat pie. That is your courtship. TFC, KFC, and all the C's. You are not looking at what, <laughs> what, what you should look at. You know that some people say, it's romantic. It's buying pizza for you. Okay. <laughs> I was watching the picture one day. He talked about ministering. It's a word of faith teacher, but he said, he said it shocked him also. That one of the brothers in their church, was there another lady in the church and they went to their hometown to do introduction. And in the night, 
Three men appear physically. They beat. <laughs> he told me, I said, I'll not do it again. He said, one of them said that the woman you want to marry is married in the spirit. And he showed the pastor bruises on him. The Bible said, don't run. Bring the girl who will deliver. He said, sir, even if you deliver her, deliver her for someone else to marry. He said, me, my life. <laughs> because the pastor said, she's also a member. And the pastor called the lady and the, the spirit left the lady. But the girl was so scared. I said, <laughs> let, let her. He said, let someone else. <laughs> Why did Jesus say in Mark 16, 17, this sign shall follow them that believe. The first sign he mentioned, in my name shall cast out demons. Because demonic activities will be quite rampant in the last days, and it's happening. And the, the trick is that demons don't want you to know that they are operating. Because every believer has gotten authority. The moment you know, you can check them out. So they don't want you to know. They must make it look like something normal. People just don't like you. That's why they are saying no. Just something normal. That's what they want. It's quite absurd now for a lady to say she's 26 and nobody has ever asked her out of 27. Nobody has ever. And we see cases like this. And you look at the person, very beautiful. There are people around you repairing all of them. That's the truth. And you have to tell them to get away. See, in a moment when we lift up our hands and we are worshipping, sometimes there is what is called the unction of the moment. At times when you say in Jesus' name, go, they might not go. Papa Egin explained what happened with the madman of Gadara, or the other, uh, the one that was in the tomb. If you read Mark, Mark's accounts and Mark, the Bible actually clearly says that Jesus said to them, leave. They did not leave. That was when Jesus asked that how many of you, he understood that there was more to what was going on. And he said, we are many. And when it's like that, you have to address the source before the spirit will go. It is true. There's no demon that the name of Jesus cannot finish. But sometimes you need to know a little more. Not to be asking them questions. You don't question demons. But at times you wait for the Holy Spirit to give you. That was what happened in Acts chapter 16. The girl that had the spirit of divination was crying. Why didn't Paul address the spirit the first day, the second day, the third day? There was a day Paul was grieved in his spirit. Paul was waiting for that moment. For something to warm up from inside. Those are the things that worship can lead you into. And we waste many times. Worship can end on a Sunday morning as they are dropping the keyboard. Something bubbles out that this is the time to address something. And we say, you this thing operating in my life, it is over. And it walks out and never returns again. It is the unction, the same unction which we Paul said to that guy, rise up. And the guy jumped up. At times, the Spirit of God brings that unction to us. We have to train ourselves in this. And we let it go. Long-standing issues can be dealt with without unction. It's like a fire descends on you just for a short moment. When it is not used, it, it evaporates. It disappears. It lifts. I've seen that many times. And after that, you can't do anything again about it again. But then here is the good note. The more we give ourselves to worship and corporate prayer. Or you are alone and you are singing in tongues and praying. The more you give an opportunity for your spirit to grab that realm again. And when it happens, do something about it quickly. Sometime between the public and walking back to the office, it's gone. 
and I can tell. Because there is an anointing at a kind of requisite level. There's an anointing inside every Christian, normal anointing. But when you want to do what is called a mighty work, a serious damage to the kingdom of darkness, there is a supply beyond your level of grace. But it's just for a moment because the truth of the matter is that you can't even undo this thing for too long. But then it doesn't even stay for long. It just comes for that golden moment to release that word now. If you say that is the only way you can say that about this time tomorrow, somebody will give me 10 minutes and it will happen. I've experienced this before. But I've also spoken by faith many times that this amount will come to church and it didn't come. It came later, gradually. But there, there were some that we said and it happened immediately. I can tell when one is coming from ordinary, my, using my faith to try to pull something or where there is the gift of faith. Just momentary, present for a short time. That one, whatever you say. That was when Joshua said, son, stand still. He could not repeat that the day after or the day before. And he did not premeditate it. The enemies were escaping. He just leaped out of his mouth. Son. And then the son stood. Till he died, he never repeated that again. Sometimes that grace, and for New Testament Christians, that grace can come to you as many times as possible. Yours is to yield yourself to the Holy Spirit as you pray. But recognize that moment and make use of it. We will be sharing so many amazing stories of great victories when we start take when, when we start getting conscious of what I've just shared now. So many, so many, so many stories, so many. Hallelujah. I actually believe that a lot of these things will happen during this conference. If I had to start from this Sunday. But you see, conference or no conference, you can train yourself every day to start experiencing this. Yes. I've asked myself many times, what's the difference? There will be some of those moments, I'll feel somewhere in my body and I will address it. In one minute, the thing vanishes from my body, whether malaria or headache or whatever, immediately. But there were other days where you have to, for days, you are still standing by faith in Jesus' name, I know I'm fine, and then you wonder, so what's the difference? Did you get what I'm just saying now? Yeah. Oh, I love to wait for the unction. We are prayed some days when we wanted to have a meeting that there should be no rain. And God suspended rainfall. But we have seen also instances where we're all praying together. That word just came like that, that there will not be rain. No point praying about it again. There will not be rain. It's like at that moment, the same is like the, the very life that is in, the, in Papa God himself is given to you for a moment to function by. And it's like that same force that created heaven and earth is given to you for a moment. And when, to, when you two speak, it will look exactly like that same creative power that created the world. That world can never fail. Yeah. Hallelujah. Maybe you hear what I've just said now. Mm -hmm. 
it is possible. Satan can send a spirit to monitor your life, but the spirit can stay very far from you because there's so much fire, so much life, so much anointing around you that they cannot assess your life. That's how we cannot let down our guard. We can't. Praise the Lord. One of the things I began when I was talking about four encounters on Sunday, I know Christians, their life is beginning to go the direction of their parents. Their parents weren't born again growing up. They are, but the same experience. That's why I say people don't change because they come to church. They change because they have an encounter with Jesus Christ. And believers must crave, crave for an encounter with God. Otherwise, the only difference would just be that you go to a Pentecostal church, they did not, but the same experiences. Remember what I started with. Demons don't live by themselves. They live because a believer tells them to go. They have, they have to be driven out. They just don't go by themselves. They live forever, so they are never tired. Demons can, they are never tired. Have you heard what I've just shared today? Thank you. Lift up your hands on your seat and just worship God. Can we take this moment to just pray in tongues, sing in tongues? So when you are given even two minutes, use it very well. Because right now, something can happen to you. We are the ones who look at this, oh, this is Sunday, this is Wednesday. The Lord does it. The ministry spirits are here. Angels of God, they can begin operation right now. You just worship him. Pray in the spirit and release yourself. Is there a wall around you that you have always, you have always wanted it to come down, but it has been standing? Tonight they are coming down by the power of the Holy Spirit. Is there an aspect of your life you want to have total victory? This might just be your night. This is your night. Please don't pray silently. Release yourself completely. If you are praying in tongues, keep at it until it's coming from your belly. Rivers can be released right now. Satan, I give, you, I give you no room in my life. I give you no space. Sickness, I give you no space. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every wall of limitation around me, you are down right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, my family is lifted by the power of the blood of Jesus. 
I remain a free man. Take your hands off my life and anything that has to do with me. Take your hands off my finances right now, not tomorrow. Go and never return. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of infirmity, live right now in the name of Jesus. Lukosise protokusahaya. Mandreki show la baruko seketele baratisto. Inroku shalamando kasiya malateka. Malikosise brodike selos. I speak progress. My body receive divine health. Receive strength. I speak to my own life. Be lifted. Be blessed. Prosper. If you need to stand, stand and speak. Tonight, victory is yours in the name of Jesus. Dominion is yours in the name of Jesus. Success is yours in the name of Jesus. Reteke malahashata yendro koseteke bolobo sayabala. A new chapter of your life is being opened right now. Oh, glory to Jesus! Glory to Jesus! A new chapter. Glory to Jesus! Glory to Jesus! Masoto ko bolobo sahaya. Yeteke balaba sandro boko seteke bos. Luko su seke malahashata labaya. Barako se le mandalabashato kobos. Sukalabaya. Father, Holy Father, 
anointing of the Holy Spirit is very strong here tonight. Isoko balamanda la barito como se levanta la baya Balamasaya malabaya Whatsoever represents an oppression of the devil here tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, that oppression ends right now. I see the blessings of the Lord upon you. You are lifted, blessed, multiplied, increased by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Give God praise, somebody. I sense the presence of God at times I like to wait a little bit sure I don't miss out anything I'm trying to know if the Lord wants us to do any kind of ministration tonight that cloud is here this is a very special service the presence of the Lord is here thank you Lord the anointing is here Ask the Lord for whatever you want right now, everybody. Pray, 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 pray. Pray. Make a request right now. Make your request known. Pray. 
you just one minute, pray. All things are possible. Somebody give God praise. Shall we all stand as we give to the Lord tonight? By this time next Wednesday. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.